Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm Kim Thompson-Pinder, the extraordinary word ninja and founder of RTI Publishing, where we work with you to ghostwrite and publish your signature book that will double your business by attracting clientele and position you as the go-to expert in your niche. Next, we will show you how to use your book to make lead generation and conversion a snap while building an audience. My guests include professionals, entrepreneurs, and coaches who use their skills to build people powerfully. They will share their story and powerful tips that will help you live better. They will also share their writing journey and how it has impacted their life and the lives of their readers. If you've ever wondered if writing a book makes a difference, then this podcast is for you. Hello, and welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I am Juanita Wooten-Radko, podcast co-host. The Writer's Workshop features shorter episodes focusing on the nuts and bolts of the writing process. But first, let's improve our vocabulary with the word of the day. Today's word is devious. Devious means one of two things. It can either mean wandering or roundabout. There was a devious path to the outhouse, bordered by poison ivy at several points. It can also mean not straightforward, deceptive, or cunning. The teens hatched a devious plot to pay back the cruel gym coach. Devious might not be entirely complimentary, but it doesn't necessarily mean completely evil either. It's it's a little nuance. So see if you can find a way to use devious in your vocabulary this week. On today's episode, we are looking at Homophones, and homophones are two or more words that have the same pronunciation, but different meanings, origins, or spelling. For example, Juanita knew that Kim wanted new earrings for her birthday, so she told Ross to go to the jewelry store. New, K-N-E-W, meant I possessed the information, and new, N-E-W, meant she wanted something not old recently existing and not in her current collection of earrings. The words sound the same, but you can tell which one I'm using by the context in the sentence. New is an adjective, N-E-W, a descriptive word that describes the kind of earrings that Kim wants. K-N-E-W is a verb, an action word, thinking or knowing in this case, while not physical is still an action. Seems pretty easy, right? Now, you've probably seen a Facebook post or a tweet where someone has written your spelled Y-O-U-R instead of your Y-O-U apostrophe R-E or possibly the wrong version of their. This is another common example of homophones. The difficulty arises from the fact that the words make a pair or more of homophones and they're commonly used English words and your spell check will not catch them because they're all legitimate words. Grammarly and the editor feature on Word will recognize many of the commonly confused words, but not all of them, which is why it's worthwhile to have a human editor check your work. One simple way to check your own work is to keep a notebook or post it with a list of your personal weak words. Go through your document and double check the words you know are your weak points. I use find, which is control F in Word, to make my searches faster. And I type in the word that I'm looking for, and it will pop up every sentence that has that 
particular word and I can test whether I'm using it correctly. If you know there, there, or there, two, 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 your and your are some of your weak points that belong on your list of words, post a sign on your computer to remind you to check those words. These are all simple words that can reduce your credibility as an authority if you misuse them. Using them correctly in your professional communication is non-negotiable. Now, sometimes words are not true homophones, but they sound very similar depending on your accent. For example, effect and effect. I'm making a noticeable change in how I'm pronouncing them, but if I read you the sentence, the bouquet of daffodils began to affect her allergies and compare it to the effects of the medication include drowsiness, so don't take it before your driving test. You might not hear a lot of difference between those two, but in the case of the flowers, the bouquet of daffodils began to affect her allergies. Affect is a verb. It's the action that's happening in the sentence. The effects of the medication are a thing. They are nouns. Illicit and illicit. The moving poem elicited a standing ovation from the audience. The customs official discovered illicit drugs in the suitcase. Now, here's how you figure it out. If you know how you meant to use the word, that can help you make the right choice. Is it an action? You're looking for the verb. If it's a description, use the adjective. And if you're talking about a thing, it's a noun. Look up the word in your favorite dictionary, and it will tell you whether a word is a noun verb, adjective, or some other part of speech. Hang in there and stick with it. It's all part of the challenging creative process that gets you to your final goal, a professional finished book that shares your message with the world. That's it for today's Writer's Workshop. I'm Juanita Wooten-Radko. Thank you for joining me on the Author to Authority podcast. Thank you for listening to the Author to Authority podcast. I have a free gift that I would love to give you. Coming out this year, I am releasing my book, Author to Authority. And if you are an entrepreneur, solopreneur, small business owner, professional coach or speaker, and you want to find out how to gain visibility and how to build your business bigger, stronger, faster, then I recommend that you download a free sample of the Author to Authority book, at www.authortoauthority.com forward slash get dash the dash book. It's going to be a great resource for you that teaches the author to authority concept and the six key areas that you build authority in and how you can use a book to do it all faster. So don't forget, get your free copy today.